Hey guys, welcome to today's table. This is Jen. And I have Lindsay, Samantha, and Hope. And today we are talking about the Trinity, the Sun. But before we get into like all the serious talk, I need yeah. to tell y'all something that happened to me this week. Mm-hmm. I was hanging out with my nephews and I've got my sweet puppy that I referenced yes. before. Yes. And I gave my youngest nephew two cookies, one to give to his little brother. So there wasn't a fight like, over who got to feed her. Cookies? Like dog cookies. Oh, dog oh, cookies. Okay. 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 Yeah. I told the middle one, I was like, give one to your younger brother and give those to my dog. Turned around and the youngest one was eating something. Shut up. I was like, hey, what was he eating? What are you eating? He's like, the cookie. I was like, the dog cookie? And then he immediately started spitting it out. And I Mm. felt like the best aunt in the entire world. Oh my gosh. Did you guys ever eat dog food when you were little? Yeah. I did too. Yeah. I did. Crickets are not quite My mom caught me in her friend's pantry who we were visiting in Texas. I lived in Missouri at the time. They caught me in the pantry, just chowing down on the dog food. You liked it? I don't know. I guess. I was just sitting there eating it. I I don't know. I think it's a rite of passage as a child. Perhaps. Fiber. It's a good source of fiber. Mm. Yeah. I probably pooped for a while after that. Yeah. (laughs) There you have it. Welcome. (laughs) So on that note. (laughs) Everybody poops, guys. Cool. You know, that's true. Mm -hmm. It's a book, I think. Yep. Welcome to our friendship. Right. Yeah. This is what we talk about. Anything and everything. And five seconds later, we talk about God. So you guys want to talk about God now? Yes, I do. Let's totally talk about God. So last time we talked about uh, the Father. Um, We talked about God as Trinity. He's one essence, three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Spirit. Each of whom is? Fully God. Yet there is? One God. Cool. (laughs) Got it, got it. Totally makes sense. Well, not totally, but we're getting there. Um, So we talked about how the father's role is to be the source um what other kind of words do we use like he's unbegotten mm-hmm. the fountain ah everything is from him he mm-hmm. sends mm-hmm. and from before creation he was there with the son the son and the, and spirit. the spirit because mm-hmm. god um is first father son and spirit mm-hmm. before creator yes yep so that if god the father um, is the source. He sends the sun. And so let's talk about the sun. Cool. How is the sun different? Before we start talking about that, I just want to say this topic can be very confusing. It's confusing for us. It's confusing for a lot of people. It's complex, but it's worth thinking about and sorting through some of it. And, um, we're not going to be able to figure all of it out and that's fine. We can say, I don't know, we can be comfortable with that, but we can, still pursue him and pursue understanding him and knowing him more. There are a lot of things we can know, but I just want to acknowledge Yeah, Mm -hmm. we are still figuring a lot of Mm -hmm. this out. So that's what's happening right here, right now. 100%. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's important that we do this and have these conversations because the heart cannot love what the mind does not know. Yes. Someone very smart said that. (laughs) (laughs) So true. But it goes to what we were talking with last week of if you love someone, you want to accurately describe them and know them. And so that's what we're trying to do by mm-hmm. having these conversations. So thinking of accurately describing the son, how would you guys, like, how would you describe him being different than the father? Well, first of all, he, um, he is eternally begotten. What? <laughs> okay, let's, hold, let's save that one for just a minute. Let's, uh, let's talk about something a little easier first. <laughs> so if the father is the one who sins... He sends the son, so the son is sent. He's the sent one. Okay. Mm-hmm. So all things, all acts of God are from the Father and through mm-hmm. the Son. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, hi, Alexa. Cool. 
<laughs> Guys, we're this the recording best. this in the office in my house, and there's a uh, A L E X A in here. Uh-huh. So Can't we'll try not to say any more words that sound like her. Sorry about that. What did we say that sounded like her? This is real life. I don't know. I don't know. She wants to participate though, and I love it. She also wants to talk about God. Yes, and understand him better. It's all good. She's a robot though. So. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So if all things are from the Father and through the Son, um, all acts are through the Son. By the power of the Spirit. Yep. Mm-hmm. So the Son accomplishes the work of the Father. They have the same work. They have the same will because they are of the same essence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's important because if you're talking about eternally begotten versus eternally subordinate, mm-hmm. then you get into one will or different wills. Okay. Right? Wait. Subordinate, like submission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But subordinate makes me think of more like... Um, like a hierarchy. Yeah. yeah. So that's a good question. Is the son subordinate to the father? So no. sometimes it sounds like it in the Bible, right? It does though? sound like yeah. it sometimes. Because he talks about um, not your, not my will, but your will. And he talks about, um, I've come to do the will of the father as, as if it's somehow different. Like mm-hmm. that he is taking directive from the father mm-hmm. and putting, submitting his own will to the will of the father. But your will can't be subordinate to your own will. Right. The logic starts to get really Yeah, if they're there. if they're the same essence, then they would have the same will. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they are one God. Yes. They just have different roles. They have different roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at incarnation, when God the Son took on flesh in Jesus, he then had two wills. Ooh, that's good hope. So we let's talk about more of that when we get to Christology. We will have an episode on that because that takes a lot more than the time we have here. Yes. Um so that is an important part and understanding of how Jesus can say that he is doing the Father's will. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will talk about that. So hold on. Uh, but for now, I think it's really important to understand that the Father and the Son do have the same will. Mm-hmm. Um, that the Son is not um, having to deny any part of his essence to obey the Father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Son doesn't. Right. Right. The son is doing exactly what the father has shown him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he is the image of the invisible God. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. The exact in Colossians imprint of his one. nature in mm-hmm. Hebrews. Yeah, and he talks about how... Oh, was that in Hebrews? No, Sorry. no, there's Colossians 1. Image oh. is in Colossians <laughs> 1. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then the, the exact imprint of his nature is the Hebrews. And then he also says, is it in John, then he says, like, I'm... One of his disciples says, can you show us the father? And he said, you've seen me. Mm-hmm. I, if you've seen me, you've, you've seen, seen the, the father. father. Yeah, right. So that ties into their same essence. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's unity of essence, distinction of persons, and unity of action. One essence, three persons, different roles, but all working toward the same purpose, all having the same will. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. they have the same essence, same will. Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. how are they distinct? You said You said eternally begotten, but we had said last week that the father was unbegotten. Right, so the son is eternally begotten. Mm-hmm. Meaning eternally so sent. He's been eternally sent. So he has existed eternally, the son has. Mm-hmm. But he is begotten. But begotten sounds like created. Born. Born. Mm-hmm. It sounds like birth. Because that's how a lot of times it's used in like yeah. all the genealogies in the Bible and stuff. So that's always been like that term I think is hard. Um because I think begotten, a lot of people might say it's talking about Jesus. When Jesus was born, mm-hmm. he was begotten. And so when it says my begotten son, he's talking about when Jesus was born on earth. But 
that doesn't make sense if you say eternally begotten, right? Mm-hmm. Because if God, if the Son is God, mm-hmm. um, then He's eternal, mm-hmm. right? That essence. So He has to be whatever He is. He has to be eternally that. So in order to be eternally begotten, it can't be talking about incarnation, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right. I think there's a little bit of a mystery there mm-hmm. with there that. Is. Another way to talk about, to differentiate their roles is the father initiates, the son accomplishes, the spirit applies, takes it, and makes it yours. So that's just another way to, another, I don't know, is that unhelpful? Um, I think it's helpful talking about the Trinity as a whole. I Mm -hmm. think it is helpful. Um, And that, yeah, that the son's role is to accomplish the father's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which Which is is the the father's will. will. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is therefore the son's will. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. The spirit's will. Um, Well, and back on begotten, I just, I'm trying to think of other words that might be more helpful. And explaining that. Then, yeah, Mm -hmm. that he's begotten as in he's of the same, of the same kind. Um, But see, that kind of feels like born of, you know what I mean? Yeah, of the same nature. I mean, they share the same essence. They do have the same nature. Mm -hmm. I feel like at some point you just have to accept Mm -hmm. The father is eternally unbegotten. Unbegotten. Right. The son is eternally begotten. Because mm-hmm. the son, that father-son relationship has been there from the beginning of the time. time. Yeah. Right. Because the son is always coming from the father. Because mm-hmm. the father is always sending the son. Yes. Yeah. And in, in, whatever in order for the father to be eternally father, the son has to be eternally son. Yes. Or he's not father. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is good. That's good. Well, and I was thinking of an example of like how... And we'll get to this more when we get to spirit, I guess, but how the Trinity works in action. So, like, if the Father is always sending the Son, like creation, mm-hmm. um, it, we've always thought that's like a Father thing. But if God, the Father, created through the Son by the power of the Spirit, I think knowing that the Son is the Word of God, the mm-hmm. speech of God, the um, it's the only thing that the Father has to say is the Son. And so uh, thinking about creation being that the Father... That God spoke, mm-hmm. which would be the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and and God the, said. And God and said. And God said. And God, God said. said. Yeah. And that is the Father and the Son, and it was all by the power of the Spirit. The Spirit was hovering over the water. So I just think it's interesting to consider the Son being the word, because I think that helps a lot with thinking that God, that God the Son is eternal. Because I was thinking about the Old Testament. You had said something about that, right? That is, yeah, is the Son in the Old Testament? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, because Jesus, mm-hmm. we associate with the Son, right? But Jesus yeah. was born, mm-hmm. and that's New Testament. Mm-hmm. So. Right. But the Son has <coughs> always existed, right? The son is, so, and everything yeah. is done from the Father through the Son by the Spirit. Right. Yeah. And I like how John 1 opens up. John, when he wrote it, was very intentional mm-hmm. with the language. The Word. And in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, mm-hmm. and the Word was with, with God. God. Mm-hmm. And that... When you read that, it reminds you of something. Oh, it's Genesis 1. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that points back to, hey, Jesus, the incarnation as the God, the Son, yeah. mm-hmm. was there in the beginning. Yeah. But not Jesus. I don't know, not Jesus. Not the Jesus, son. the incarnate. The yes. Son. Yes. Ah, see, that gets so see, confusing. See, it's so confusing. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It is and it isn't. It's helpful to, to distinguish so that when we're talking, we can have a better grasp of it, but it's still really hard. So speaking of distinguishing... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's yes. talk about modalism for a little bit. What is modalism? Mm. So modalism, isn't that the belief that um, we don't believe that they are all acting at the same time, but they are 
switching modes. Yeah, like in any given moment in history, there's one yes. of the persons. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's God. Okay. Yeah, yeah so like God is acting as creator mm-hmm. in the Old Testament, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's acting as son, as Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then now he's acting as spirit. Yeah. Because, yeah, which is not It, re- it releases no. that tension when we call each call ourselves monotheist yeah right. one god yeah one yeah. god and sometimes trinity sounds Tri-theist. like that messes right. that up and it, it doesn't but every single act is from the father mm-hmm. through the son by the spirit so then yeah. the son is in the old testament the son mm-hmm. is in the old testament yeah. because the father is still acting yes. through the son by the power of the spirit in the yes. old testament yeah mm-hmm. that's right just because we don't see jesus doesn't mm-hmm. mean he's not there that will generate all kinds of questions if you start going down that road, and that's great. Yeah. Because that means you're thinking about God and trying to understand him more. Yeah. Right. So that's awesome. That I'm not going to be able to answer all those questions, though, so. No, 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 no. You don't have to send those in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can totally. So we, we have just talked about how the Father, the Son, and the Spirit have different roles. And the Father didn't die on the cross. So sometimes you might hear yourself saying something to the effect of, Father, thank you for dying on the cross for us. But the Father didn't die on the cross. Praying in such a way that you're mixing up the roles. You're not speaking mm-hmm. accurately of the roles of the Trinity. And going back to when we talked about how it's important to speak accurately of someone you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why we're bringing that up. But not mm-hmm. to not to be jerks about it. Right. But just to understand, just to hear yourself and how you speak about the Trinity and mm-hmm. the different roles within it. Just awareness. Right. Not to find heretics. What Heresy hunters is a term mm-hmm. that we've heard just of. Yeah. Not trying to find how people are inaccurately saying it or, mm-hmm. or how I'm inaccurately, except for to the point of, hey, let's be let's be more mindful of this mm-hmm. so that we can better articulate the God that we claim to love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The awareness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So around our dinner table, I have, I I don't know when to bring up, like when we, ha- our kids take turns praying oh. over the meals. Yeah. And one of my children in particular always says, Jesus Thank you for this food, which is kind of accurate, but I kind of want to say also father, father's provider, but whatever, when they, when they talk about it a little bit inaccurately, at what point do you bring it up? I haven't figured that out yet. And I don't bring it up because I'm just grateful that they're praying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so is God. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And so I don't know, it can be like something I just think about. Right. At what point do you start? You have to kind of know who you're talking to when you're bringing Mm -hmm. that up because you have to think about, is this going to turn this person off to Right. Thinking about God, talking about God. Right. If so, that's wait. a great example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Love and charity should yes. be the guidance of conversations. Yeah. Around all of this, it's extremely important to know who you're speaking to. Yeah. When you're discussing things and know where they're at, because you can totally turn somebody off. Yeah. Right. Down to the Lord. Because I feel like in these conversations with you guys, I can point out things that I'm like, er, er, yeah. you know, yeah. like that's the whole point. We're trying mm-hmm. to sharpen each other. And I know you won't take offense to that. And mm-hmm. I would expect you to do that of me. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I'm for the first time having a theological conversation with somebody, I'm not going to like poke mm-hmm. fingers at everything. That's not the point. That's not the purpose. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's a good example though. Yeah. Dinner table. That's real life right mm-hmm. there. It is real life. Mm-hmm. So wait, so going back to Jesus. Yes. Is Jesus eternally begotten? Oh, that goes to Christology on the future episode. <laughs> he did. No, no that, that's good. Um, that was good. Jesus is born. Jesus is born. The Son. So we can is say the Son begotten. is eternally begotten. Yes. Jesus was born. Jesus was born. 
Now, if you're going, what <laughs> the right now? It's fine. So did yeah. we? Yeah. And we're still doing that, and we'll talk about that more In later. Christology, yeah. Yes. But it, we just wanted to throw that out there so you'll tune in yeah, during Christology. Yeah, grab your friends and start talking about it and see what you guys come up with. Mm-hmm. You can join our conversation and see if any of us land in the same spot. Mm-hmm. You can start calling us heretics now if you want. It's fine. It's we're, fine. Yep. we're all working through this together. I'm but sure grace I'm a heretic yeah. in mm-hmm. many areas that I don't know. And we're going to say things imperfectly, too. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And lucky us, it gets to be recorded and put out there in public. Yeah. <laughs> we are totally fine with saying things imperfectly because if nothing else, it engages you in the conversation because you're going to go, you know what? I want to challenge you on that. And we welcome you to challenge us on that because we want to learn more. Yes. And so yeah. please challenge us yep. to our mm-hmm. face so that we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about it more. Charitably. Charitably. <laughs> yes. I'm not good at arguing. If you start making it into an argument, I'm probably going to back out because I'm a peacemaker and then I just get real uncomfortable. So real fast. Cool, cool, cool. So always we want to talk about how do we share the gospel in light of the information that we just learned? How do we want to do that, guys? Well, thinking about Jesus, uh, sorry, thinking about the son Mm -hmm. (laughs) who has come uh, incarnate as Jesus and is now still the son, but also still Jesus at the right hand of the father in heaven. And he is currently interceding and praying for us. That's really cool. It's Mm -hmm. super cool. And so thinking of the role of the son um, and now of Jesus, (laughs) this is hard. (laughs) (laughs) That it's just a a great intro to say, hey, do you know that you have somebody praying for you all the time? Jesus is always praying for you. So I don't know very many people that if you say, can I pray for you, that they'll say no. True. It's mm-hmm. a super easy thing that you mm-hmm. can do. They tell you something, and instead of you saying either, oh, I'm so sorry, or I'll pray for you, just say, can I pray for you right now? Maybe awkward the first time you do it, but I've done it, and they'll say that would be great. Or just say, if you're if that's too much, just say, I would love to pray for you for that. Um, also, just a quick note, Jesus, this person that you've heard of, is praying for you all the time. That's one of his jobs. Mm-hmm. And he tells us that in John 17. So just Does wanted you to know that. that. Does he say he prays for non-believers? I think he while was... we were still sinners, he died for us. He did, but I didn't say he prays for us. He prays for those who are chosen. We don't know who those people are. I agree. So, so even when yeah. someone's not believing yet, they have been anointed from the beginning of time. Psalm yeah. 139, all yeah. their days have already True. been written in the book. And so, yes, I think so. From our perspective, we can't say either way. So No, and, he, and we can't believe him unless he calls us to him. Agreed. It starts with him. He initiates. Yeah. So he's initiating that while we are not believing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. No, you're right. So I'm with you. Yeah. Anyway. I just want to be accurate. I do too. <laughs> so thanks for asking the question because it helps thanks us for... all articulate our language a little better as we talk Amen. through it. Awesome sauce. I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. Yes. So there you go. There's some ways that you can start thinking and talking about the sun. And we'll continue with the spirit next time. Uh, Until then, go talk to the peeps. Yes. See you later. See you. Bye.